0: You were nervous someone was going to see it.
1: You're living in the matrix, Michael.
0: This is serious, man. You have real issues.
1: You're jealous. Yeah, that's exactly it. Welcome back to Buckle Up, Baby. What's up, man? How you doing, Mike? Good.
0: This feels uh, transgressive.
1: Yeah, you know, in LA, I got my sunglasses. You got yours too. So we're just we're just being cool, doing we're remote pod podcasting, guys chatting online, vaping and shit. We <laughs> originally met through chat roulette, so this kind of feels <laughs> nice. it feels a little. It feels like Harry Max Omega freestyles. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Give me a word, man. Give me a word. Any word. <laughs> <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious We in Los Angeles Chilling We got the most <laughs> Thank you man Thank you We gotta meet him
0: I'd love to meet him We should y- You think he's that hard to get on? You know he seems like the kind of guy
1: Mr. Harry Mack? I feel like he's the kind of guy where um, He could do it But he'd have to just like show up With no invite why do you think that? Um, I don't know. It, feel, it, feel, it feels like something that would be serendipitous. Like we'd have to bump into him, and then he'd be, be on the pod. Right, we'd have to just go
0: to Venice and have him ask us for a word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, um, feel, I feel I feel like he'd, uh, he's not big enough that he wouldn't do it, and he'd be an awesome person to talk to because he's like Mr. Hustle.
1: Yeah. Apparently he I makes a, a lot of money, too, according to our YouTube comments. Uh, that was our most... For some reason, they exploded over our curiosity about uh, Harry Max' income, and yeah, everyone's like, "Yoga." Sense. Yeah, Michael, it's pretty blurry on the episode on the AC. I have, to, I hate to say it. Do you want to give some it Sorry,
0: listeners. All right, I'll go. I'll go. Shut it off. Ami, um, what's it like to go through life with such sensitive ears? Is that difficult? Oh, good
1: question. Um, mm, it's quite enriching. Enriching. I don't have. B- I don't have perfect pitch you know there are some people who if i'm taking your question seriously uh people with perfect pitch it's a blessing and a curse because like they can't even hear things out of tune or or slightly (laughs) off which sometimes is actually nice like a vinyl record or something gives a little grit and grime and they sometimes it can hurt them Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but getting to hear everything is uh it's like you're living in the matrix michael are I'm your untung. other
0: senses dulled? Like can you see is your sight more blurry cuz your Absol- hearing is so profound?
1: Yes. Yes, yeah. it's very hard to bear to see m- much of anything. Like visually, are you are really you're going you're like a dolphin going through the world, I guess. I'm I'm like Ray. I have to wear special shoes with hard surfaces so I could feel my way around the earth. And that's why you're always feeling women's wrists. That's why I started wearing <laughs> uh, Like that. That's why I started we- that's why I started wearing sunglasses. You know what, man? It's just, it's good, groovy being groovy, baby. (laughs) Um, So we are recording this episode for the folks watching via Riverside, a first-time remote recording, not using Zoom, using this cool little Riverside studio here, because I am in L.A. for some shows, for some gigs. Maybe I'll do some comedy while I'm here. I actually did book a little spot tonight, Michael. I'll be doing a little little stand-up tonight. Um, but that is why we are on Riverside, and it's good. We're making it work to keep up with the consistency, even while traveling, even while inconvenient, even while boiling hot on the East Coast. It's quite pleasant here on the West Coast, Michael. I'm not going to lie. It's nice. Is it? What's, what's it like there? We can, we can do our j- second
0: straight podcast opening up with the weather.
1: Yeah. No, it doesn't have that thick New York coated heat blanket feeling of when you step outside and you feel like an entire blanket just wrapped you in pure heat. It's gross here. It's, it, I thought it was coming down. It's
0: coming down, but mm. still, it's still, it's gross. It's um this term, Growing up, how many days do you remember being over a hundred? Here and there. What are you? You're getting climate changing. Yeah, whatever the reason, it's just, it's. um it's I, just think a, it's I think you're forgetting.
1: I think you're forgetting because I'm like watching my kids at day camp, and they come back mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah." You don't remember those days standing under the blistering sun? You just didn't know you could complain about it.
0: <laughs> Maybe I remember one summer. I, just, I remember once where the basketball court was too hot to stand on because yeah. it was black. <laughs> you know the black court, and uh, and like it was everyone was like, "This is the hottest it's ever been." Yeah. But I, I um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm forgetting, but there seems to be something different. I mean, it, even in the city, buildings that um, you know, buildings I'm involved with that haven't gotten they haven't flooded in 150 years or whatever, mm. or flooding they flooded three times in the last two years. You know that's weird.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What do you attribute it to?
0: I'm sure. I mean, climate change for whatever whatever the reason is. Um, I don't know enough about it to really argue it. But um, so, I mean, something something's changing. The weather's different than it was
1: when we grew up. Hmm. I think. Liberal alert. Liberal alert. To it. No, um, I'm trying what to think it? if it's actually significantly different. It's hot. It's, if we get, do, you, do we not, like, climate change would imply warming. Is it less warm? Is it warmer in the winters now? Or do we still have freezing not winters? Just,
0: no, I don't think it's just warming. It's just, uh, it's change. More, f-
1: the Extreme. rainfall's different. The temperature's Extreme. different.
0: It gets colder. It gets hotter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, just turn on, like, the news. Like, there are, like, crazy wildfires, like, yeah. once in a generation wildfires happening right. all the time.
1: I guess the, the, the question is is that because of we've, released more carbon into the world in just our yes. 20 year 30 years of existence that it's caused that that I'm a little I'm a little That's curious about that claim because a lot of the issue a, lot of, a lot of the well a lot of the confusion about the climate change argument is that people who are quote skeptics who you know are called deniers are really Oftentimes those arguments they make aren't so sophisticated, like they say silly things like it's a hoax, such a hoax, and they don't understand greenhouse effect and all the things that that does cause some warming. The question is to what extent is the warming actually catastrophic versus how catastrophic it would be to reduce all the energy that we use to create the standard of life we're used to that would cause so much more harm. And a lot of the climate science community have been making – catastrophist claims for 30 years of these things that will happen that never have happened, because they always never take into it, account I mean, it's technology. Happening.
0: It's happening now, I think, in a lot of places. W- w- would it cause harm to reduce our standard of living, or just discomfort?
1: Oh, a lot of harm. Especially in the third world like that's what? trying to industrialize. Like, lights on at the hospital, like, massive famine, like, the entire industrialized world. Are those world. the
0: problems? If like, you- are lights on in hospitals in third world countries the, the, the needle mover?
1: A reliable electrical grid grid in third world countries is a huge thing, and if they don't have that, people suffer. Climate
0: change. If so, why would they have to shut that off?
1: If they're not allowed to industrialize because of for political reasons and been forced to use inferior forms of energy, for political
0: reasons, it's like uh, humane humanitarian reasons.
1: If they're not allowed to industrialize the way we have, uh huh, and therefore they would industrialize differently. But the, the, argue, the, the point is, those other alternative uh, sources of energy are inferior. They don't actually, they cannot create a scalable, reliable, and, and affordable the, sources well, the, of the energy. Whole-
0: The whole question is that is whether or not anyone is is willing to to live an inferior, like to not progress at the rate we've been progressing. I saw this really good interview with the guy on The New York Times, and his whole thing is basically that when they talk about carbon credits and all that stuff, like his whole thing was like no one is aware of the extent to which like plastic – um, and like it's carbon everywhere. and all that stuff is is so integrated into the way we live. Mm-hmm. And like all of these conversations, everyone's he, he's he's not a denier. He's like, full-on, climate change is happening. We have to do something. But he's like all the conversation around that is so he's like, if if they implement everything, all the governments want to do, it won't change a thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what no one wants to talk about. Like we're so we're so far gone. and 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 then,, and you could tell in the interview, like there's nowhere to go from there. It's just like it's just terrifying. And it's not it's not politically it's not politically interesting. It's just terrifying. And so then the interview sort of ends, and you're like, oh, that's why that's why that voice doesn't get any attention because there, there's no way to create a story out of that. There's Which no voice? way to create any sort of controversy. The the, the voice of just scientists saying like um, like we're we're really fucked and like the thing that we need to do is like so tremendous and we have to all work together to do it.
1: Mm. Like
0: the, the thing the things that get the play are like. We're going to be okay and here's how. Or I would
1: say it's we're going to all or, die um,
0: or it's not even a problem. Don't worry about it. Like the things that make you feel okay at the end of it.
1: Um I actually think you know, the like opposite the, gets play. Like the catastrophists, mm-hmm. like hysterical people get get a lot of attention. Like, you know, the um, Greta Thunbergs get all we, the attention politically. I don't That's think
0: Thunberg a, a catastrophist?
1: Yeah. I think I, I think you're she's destroying have to it's like do, are you
0: ruined by childhood? You're destroying my future. Of course. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's more of a story of like a child. It's like it's just interesting because you're a child. But I, th- I think what no, but her views are being like,
1: celebrated in certain political. But but narratives. But, then,
0: but then she ends it with so we need to do what the UN suggests, mm. and it's like and if we do that, we'll be okay. The, the voice that ends with like there's nothing we can do,
1: is <laughs> yeah, like I understand All right,
0: like. I don't know how to but I, I, don't know I how to write an article about that. There's a
1: book I, I recommend to all the viewers of Buckle Up, and it's not going to be popular, but it's, it, it's not a popular narrative, but it's really in, uh, eye-opening. It's called The Moral Case for Fossil Fuels by Alex Epstein, who basically turns the whole argument on its head because he changes the entire... He makes you see, like, based on what you said, it's not that we're just all dependent on plastic and stuff like that. It's that, like, fossil fuels and the energy we use from those things... Uh, have built the world that we live in today, and we don't even appreciate everything that we use that's dependent on scalable, reliable, affordable energy. And one of the premises yeah. that he challenges is that the presumption in the climate change debate and the climate in the people who are pushing for reform in, in in climate science the the premise is that we live in a naturally safe. Uh, world and safe climate, and we, that we make unsafe by industrialization. And Alex Epstein's counter argument is no, no, no. We live in an unsafe, dangerous climate that we make safe by industrialization. The only reason you and I are sitting mm-hmm. indoors right now in comfortable temperatures, as opposed to out in the blistering heat or the freezing cold, is because of the use of fossil fuels and energy and oil and natural gas and all of these things to give us. The technological innovation to live in an otherwise very unsafe climate and if we're measuring right. the standard by human life and human flourishing as our standard and not impact on the environment whatever that sort of means if we're measuring our standards morally by human flourishing then fossil fuels have done an incredible moral good over <laughs> the course of it's uh, their innovation in implementing it to industrialize the first world and now the third mm. world to have longer life I mean I'm not talking about like luxurious yachting. I'm talking about longer lifespans, health, wellness, mm. technology, all the things that make life actually better in the most meaningful ways, yeah. not in just the spoiled ritzy ways of the of the first world. And we and other, and, and this presumption that we're making us otherwise safe, pristine climate unsafe with that is completely backwards. Mm-hmm. And then he says really that... Put the, like that. That's yeah.
0: interesting. You
1: know what I'm saying? Like, people he sit is- here and make all these protest claims. Oh, what are we doing? Look what we're doing. Right. While sitting in an air-conditioned building while it's freezing or, right. or boiling outside. How do you think you right. exist like that? It takes so much for granted.
0: Think, yeah, there's so much... But we can move on to something we both can probably talk more educatedly about. Of course, after, but, I'm not um, I'm not
1: totally educated, but I found there, it very I think, persuasive. I think
0: it, it it's the cushy things like the plastic bags at the at the at the shop at you know grocery mm-hmm. stores now where you don't get a bag. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. But I'm also so like like that like that's that's like I'm I'm also like so like encourage that mm. however that happened it actually happened because because you're like all right it's annoying and there's also- whatever like we'll all adjust and we'll figure it out but like things like that yeah it feels like more things like that need to happen but a lot like, of that stuff all right maybe maybe some families can't have six cars or, or whatever it is like like but like, you're already accepting we'll, we'll a false
1: but you're already accepting something not really based on data, it just makes us feel good optics-wise. Nobody cares about the fact no, that well. to make the batteries for electric cars actually has a worse environmental impact than regular cars in a combustible right. engine. Yeah, well, nobody yeah cares. That's like a but
0: second level.
1: It's but it's right. the tr- but nobody cares really about the empirical truth. A lot of this is all emotionally driven, like, oh, we're not using plastic bags. And what economically speaking or social in terms of the social consequences and behavioral uh, effects that it has what ends up happening is everyone takes dirty bags. They go to the grocery store They and, and it's a lot less safe using bags that you know have back people don't really care about that stamp. I mean if I were to make that claim to you that the result of banning plastic It's like we think we have a lot of these solutions are very well, it's, well, it's simple. Well, it's called a trade-off. It's called a trade-off. Right, but nobody that's, thinks that's about the trade-off. A lot of times those are not considered. It's not like we're operating well, right, on, right, so, on this empirical basis. So back basis. to
0: the original thing. Right, because you know? right, it's less interesting to talk about the trade-off. Exactly. That's and why, at the same time, you're not, all these environmentalists should be in,
1: play. Play. in favor of nuclear power, which has very little carbon footprint and is historically very… And it, it's and scary. It, it has the word nuclear in it. <laughs> so it's… Scary. You know that France… It's Chernobyl power. France is 70% nuclear for a long, long time.
0: Seventy percent Chernobyl.
1: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you it's could be. It did, that stuff does happen, but eh
0: it made they made, it made, it made seven for seven out of ten people in France will die. <laughs>
1: I have a question. Are you whispering? Are you whispering because there's a baby sleeping, or because of the sunglasses? Is it putting you? in? Is it whispering? Am I whispering? At first, we 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 kind of started this way. I'm just curious. Voice sounds a little more mellow. Oh no, I'm just uh, I'm 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 extremely hot also because I'm sorry. And and why do you think that is? Because your industrial AC had to be turned down for this podcast. And now you appreciate more. But I'm just saying, to wrap this up, I found that whole argument no, but, that he made very also, interesting, no one- the way he flipped it. I was like, oh, wow. yeah, We yeah, aren't just living in pristine nature poisoning it. We're living in a very hostile climate that wants to kill us, and we make it safer using these technologies, not the other way around. And you can measure this yeah. by climate-related deaths being at an all-time low in human history. Like, climate-related deaths are at an all-time low. That's the truth. No one wants to talk about that fact either. I heard a
0: really interesting line. I think it was in a book about the Holocaust, maybe. Um, and they said, um, "Always a fun read." Human be, what?
1: <laughs> Always a fun read. It. It,
0: no, it was really interesting. Well, it it, it was about um, it was it was. I think I probably mentioned this on the podcast. Um, it was about like what Eastern European kids learn in school about how the Holocaust happened, and they basically learn um, it, it. It was this thing called Nazism. Um... Took over Germany, and then it took over us, and it caused us to do all these crazy things. Mm. But thankfully, the Nazis are gone, and we're not Nazis. We're Ukrainians, and we're Poles, mm. and we're Austrians. We're not Nazis, and and thank God, because otherwise, like it, you know, but but you know, for for a little while, the Nazis did these things to us and to to the Jews, and it was really awful. Mm-hmm. So this guy this guy wrote a book about how basically it was it was it was inevitable that Germany was going to come to this place, and I think he has a line in there, and I might be completely wrong about him. But he has a line that says, uh, humanity cannot say no to progress, to technological progress. Like it's, um, it's just sort of like in our evolutionary DNA to no matter what the cost is, Mm -hmm. we cannot turn, we can't turn down TikTok. We can't turn down Instagram. We cannot turn these things down. And even if it's to our own detriment, we're always 10 out of 10 times gonna, gonna go through it and, you know. And just suffer for it, like even if we suffer for like it, it's, flies, like, it's a good trade-off. Flies to runs. a light,
1: to a glow light, we cannot resist it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like you see with AI, we're like we're creating these AIs that like I, I think they built a robot that can eat biological food matter. Mm-hmm. Like it's a robot that eats that eats human bodies. Mm. Like I'm, and we're just like what, that's scary. Why would but we do awesome. that? Because <laughs> we can't. We cannot. Oh. We can not not do it. Because we have like with AI, like we're building all these. Yeah possibly dangerous things but it's just like in our evolutionary dna to just keep going forward interesting michael turn turn your mic up a little bit
1: i'm just getting some pops in there just turn it up a little more vertically Uh, okay i want to actually add like that yeah there you go i just don't want to block your face maybe push it back a little and turn it up because it actually picks up your voice from that front panel not from the top oh but then it blocks your face maybe put it on an angle mine is over here say boom and then i just put it to the side a little does this feel good? Yeah, on your ears? that's better. I get more, more of the warmth of that. This is better. That that gets more of your beautiful, uh, beautiful baritone. <laughs> right. um, I'm, happy that, to,
0: I'm happy to oblige,
1: Johnny. That's a good. That's an interesting point. But you know, do you think it's also part of the human DNA to be paranoid when, in fact, most of these innovations have only led to good things, and we're always thinking it's going to get worse, and it doesn't. it Keeps getting better.
0: Well, it's like that's like a question like with Instagram, like. Truly, at the end of the day, e- e- even with all the success that you've had on TikTok and like with comedy and your career and everything, like with all of it, yeah. would would I would I be better off if Instagram never existed? It's it's I, I, I probably like like there's a trade off. I wouldn't have found out about cool products and cool comedians. Like there were things I'd be missing out on. But like same thing with like deleting the Twitter app. Like yeah, you miss out on stuff. You definitely miss out on stuff. Mm. But I'm better off without it. Like, Hmm. yeah. I mean, I I I think I think we'd mostly be better off without Facebook and Instagram. Of that tech, I
1: mean, you don't know net net positive. You don't know what you don't know. Obviously, Mm. no. I'm um, saying back in the back in the day when we but going forward you when we didn't have the tech we didn't. mm -hmm. It's not like we were like miserable. Just we didn't. It wasn't there. That's what you're saying.
0: Uh, Right, but but right, but going forward, right. So for the next new thing, we won't know. But even like going forward with like. When you're thinking about getting TikTok, like you could say to yourself, like, probably I probably it's probably awesome, but I'll probably be better off without it.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, like the status quo of things pre these technologies, like we were just accepted them, but they like these things are as equally empowering as they are damaging. That's the problem.
0: Yeah, so yeah, it's like right, but but like, so, but I wonder,
1: you know,
0: especially yeah, for artists. I at the end of it if someone really had to choose. Yeah, maybe. I mean, did you see what the CEO of Patreon just said about Instagram? Jack Conti? He just went off on Instagram. What? Jack Conti. Because of, because of these new, so Instagram rolled out this new TikTok-like feature. Basically, they're basically turning the entire experience into TikTok. Mm-hmm. So the every every post goes the whole entire screen, and it's like it's it's almost. It's very you're not. They don't show photos. You're not going to see your friends' photos unless you actively search. You're for saying them. they're doing only so reels. So they're just turn.
1: Sorry, they're doing only reels.
0: It's like only video. It's only video and only reels. Mm-hmm. And and if there is a photo that gets in there, it's treated like a reel. It's like just like a full page thing with like a little comment on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're pushing reels really hard. But but the the big difference that they made, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know, I I'm sure you read about this a little bit, but the big difference they made is they're switching from um, recommendation. Algorithms based on what you've previously done to what Facebook to what TikTok does, which is algorithms not based on what you've previously done, but based on AI. Of like, it's the reason TikTok is so amazing because you go on, you open the page, and they're like, "We don't care what what you think you like. We're gonna tell you what you probably like," and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. So Facebook is they're reorienting the entire company. They invented social media algorithms of like, you know, if you remember in like 2007, it's all anyone talked about. Of like, now we can say if you follow this person you're gonna like this person and like they're like all right you're worth a billion dollars and like all of that now has progressed and they're like that is no longer the thing that people respond Mm -hmm. to it's this other way of organizing it called like ai organizing it or or organizing it Mm -hmm. but so the so they so now people like kylie jenner came up and they're like they're like yo we have we've been spending our careers building our fan base around what you told us we needed to do and then you just switch it like Mm -hmm. that and, like, for Kylie Jenner, it doesn't matter, but for a lot of people, like, at, at your level, it matters. Hey. And so the Patreon CEO was, like, was like um, he's like, you know, you, you can trick yourself into thinking that your Instagram fans are your fans, but they're not. They're Instagram customers. Right. And the second Instagram wants to turn that off or turn that on, like, that's up to them. And I, I've, you have no control I've over it. I've watched a
1: bunch. Jack Conti has been on this for a little while because he started talking about YouTube versus TikTok. And what he doesn't Mm -hmm. like about tiktok is what you're saying is that it it commoditizes creators as just commodities Mm -hmm. within the app it doesn't create a loyal following of people who enjoy you if someone likes your video that's just telling the algorithm they like this kind of thing and then the algorithm will serve them up similar kinds of things but it does not invite or engage with uh, mm-hmm. consumers to come to me or to you and come to us to be part of our community the way YouTube fosters better community building subscribe to my channel be a part of this thing because it was user driven and not uh, algorithmically driven yeah. and so he's, I hear that. Right. he's also been on the YouTube kick and, and, it, he, and he built his audience on YouTube so it's, it's a little bit unfair to tell a bunch of TikTokers yeah. in their new space how bad and dangerous it is there's a little bit of that
0: uh, you know? yeah, I mean that guy's biased as anyone can yeah. be cuz like he's the competitor. But he you know, but he's also um, he's,
1: he, he 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 used the YouTube model to Patreon model, which is great for building communities, but I think it's best to kind of keep an open mind to the fact <laughs> sorry,
0: that Sorry, who's Jack Conti? The
1: CEO of Patreon. You just brought him up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know his yeah, name. Yeah, sorry. Um, Jack Conti, he's like, you know, Instagram creators and I'm really he kind of has this like he's one of the most talented people I've ever witnessed. He He's an incredible musician. He, he, he has I don't know he that. has a funk cover band called Scary Pockets, and they do all these cool funk covers of like pop tunes and hits. He also has a band called Pomplamoose with his wife. That's original music and arrangements. He, he, he was a music YouTuber, Jack Conti, for years. And him and his wife were putting out all these videos for free, like these great videos that were getting a lot of views in the early days of YouTube. And it was crazy covers and cool music production stuff and, and songs. And he said, you know what? How are creators monetizing any of this? Like, how are they able to, like, make a following? So he created Patreon for, like, creators and musicians and people to, like, actually. Yeah. He's created it because he's like, there's a need for this. And he went and did it. And he's an incredible mm-hmm. video editor. and incredible. He's an inc- he's like a polymath. He's, he's really amazing. Um, is he nice? I don't know him personally, but I, I, I don't know. But he seems nice. And he seems to really care and is passionate about art, and especially new age, like we don't the know. new media art. I mean, he's a, he's one of these crusaders in this sort of fight of like, you know, he has the tractors on like the conservative side because Patreon has like suspended conservative YouTubers and uh, like Dave Rubin famously and Sam Harris left Patreon because they kicked off Sargon of... Really? Like they had, you know, and they started their own like subscriber-based models because they kicked off another conservative creator for something silly. You know, like terms of service kind of stuff. Jack Conte's become a little bit part of the big tech... Silicon Valley world now that he's part of Patreon and he started Patreon he joined like a little bit of that right but anyway he's not really a pop as long as Tim Dillon's on there so I'm just saying that was created by Jack Conte a music like a fellow creator who's like we need to do something right. about this
0: oh right okay so he so he's
1: so he's got YouTube's back in a way YouTube was like sort of what the he, in a, he yeah. gave the antidote to, it you, to YouTube him. and they they worked together to form this beautiful yeah. coexistence of how creators on YouTube could then get support but now he knocks TikTokers and I get it there's, that's fair, fair critiques, but the organic reach of TikTok is like nothing else. So call it commoditization, yeah. but you at least have you at least can get that first attention when you, when you're a nobody. You that's what you first need. Yeah. You can't maybe you can't maybe take yeah. ten or fifteen years to build up a YouTube audience. Maybe it's a better way to like right. you give out your free samples on TikTok and then bring them into YouTube. You know. So there's there's value. Right. Everywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We don't even know where TikTok's going to be in that pyramid right. in that funnel. Right. Anyway. It's right. It might be
1: but but yeah. the broader point you were saying was what that um oh that instagram is trying to do this and he was going off on it fair fair oh, enough. Yeah, no,
0: yeah no yeah just no, well, 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 when you were saying that Instagram is like this powerful tool that empowers people, yeah. like it is, mm-hmm. but it's also like a public company that's beholden to like their shareholders and they're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do at some point and like empowerment is not like on their top 10 priorities of like increasing shareholder value. Yeah, but I know, but everyone so like,
1: forgets the unseen is what I'm what I'm what I'm really arguing for is not that it's perfect um, or all well-intentioned. But the alternative was, you're a guy or a girl with a ton of talent in a small town and two people know about it for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's the alternative. That's In the 90s and 2000s, yeah. you could not break out unless a major label or distributor or somebody happened to discover you yeah. and, and put you out there. So and that, that was a massive gatekeeper. Yeah, And now the fact that we know about some of the like hundreds of thousands of incredibly talented people out there that are now able to... Form a career out of their skills in ways that we never could have imagined. That's the flip side. That's the pure positive yeah. element.
0: Right. So, so, so going back to climate change, like, so that's like that's a real trade-off. You know, like, to, like to to keep. Adolescent girls From committing suicide mm-hmm. Like are, are you like Are you willing to Maybe live your life As an obscure artist Like that That's a serious trade off Like with climate change also Like are you Are you like Are you willing not to go On summer vacations With your family Yeah like, but why are you And not give your kids those med- Like these are real Serious I questions I know but you're putting The onus um, on like
1: The creator is like Are you willing to Not be an obscure artist Because girls are committing Suicide because of your channel It's like no they're not They're committing suicide Because of the existence That's a broader so- No because of these companies Yeah I'm just saying it, No because I mean We have to You have to be mindful of, of these companies own children and their well-being and be diligent about all the new technologies and whatever it's not the responsibility of somebody benefiting from
0: but the data the data the data shows fewer girls would have committed suicide it's fewer teenagers would have committed suicide if instagram wasn't around that's just that's just what it is trade-off
1: is built into life like before the airplane nobody died in plane crashes it just didn't happen Yeah, yeah yeah right
0: yeah, well, so why don't yeah, you go out with a sign and
1: crash uh, to, to the Facebook headquarters, all right? And tell, I know what you're saying. It's it's a trade-off, but who's the responsibility <laughs> on? It's like you're you're put you're pitting the creator who's succeeding on Instagram to the girl who, God forbid, committed suicide as if one is no, responsible I, I, to to for the other.
0: No, yeah, just yeah, right. Theoretically they they I mean, I guess like sort of it's like On everyone to just stop using it. But, like, you know, if everyone could coordinate and stop using it, I don't know, that would never happen. But but
1: oftentimes, especially like mortally, you're not making this argument intentionally, but there's always this argument, like, especially if the more left of center you go, that we need to do something. It's the responsibility of all of you to change this, as opposed to I need to do something to make my life better. There's never this sense of personal responsibility at least that narrative that perspective is never pushed it's always somebody else that has to do something good for the sake of the collective world and i'm Mm -hmm. like the only thing you can do in this life is try to make you know you want to impress somebody impress yourself like try to do something better for yourself and the people around you versus this these these massive moral claims about what somebody should do for someone else you know I want
0: Instagram to go under so then I can build a new Instagram and be the one in charge. Go on. That's what I want. And
1: what would that look like? That's it. What would it. that look like?
0: <laughs> that's it. If if teenagers are going to commit suicide, I at least want to be a billionaire. I think that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I understand that. I think that's very— In a world where teenagers are committing suicide, it's better to
1: be a billionaire. That's a very reasonable and sympathetic approach, I think. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah, it's. You're, it's the truth you, of the matter. You're not angry at Instagram. You're jealous. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's exactly it. All your critiques are not I'm coming from some moral high ground. They're purely based on greed. And- Kevin Seistrom. What's that? What's
0: <laughs> that from? Exactly, Kevin Seistrom. I think he's the uh, he's the
1: owner of it, or he's the founder. Uh, he's the founder. What What people get really pissed about Facebook about like what Facebook does is that they are so unoriginal. They steal overtly everything they've ever developed. A lot of people in like the tech world remember that that podcast? Like I think it's called All okay. In. I th- I
0: think it's all in. Who, yeah, we have yeah, this conversation. But I don't know. But co- I, don't know
1: if, I know we talk about all in a lot, and I'm not sure if the one I'm thinking of is all in. It's with that, like...
0: It's so not. It's not. The the one you're thinking of isn't the one I'm thinking of. What's the one of? where it's like a Sri La- <laughs> The finance podcast. Yeah, it's podcast.
1: a Sri Lankan or Indian guy, and then another guy who's very angry. Yeah,
0: I don't think it's all in. Should I... Ch- do you want me to a, can look I can it actually up. check Jamie, my phone now. Jimmy, look it
1: up. Um, it's one of these things where the guy is always like... Uh, we need to stay away from Mark Zuckerberg. He's the most dangerous man in Silicon Valley. Facebook has never had an original idea. This is their MO. They steal every piece of technology. They stole stories from Snapchat. They, they're stealing reels from TikTok. You know, And what people get pissed about Instagram is they tried to do Instagram TV to steal from YouTube. Like They never come up with their own thing. And that TikTok is a, is a, whatchamacallit. Like the tech is very advanced at TikTok in terms of the algorithm that people can't match. And they're trying to chase it.
0: Well, Facebook had to f- had to steal things because they weren't allowed to buy apps anymore. Like they would buy TikTok if they could. Yeah, of course. They're re- regulation wise, they're oh, not is allowed that what to because of like monopoly stuff. That's the thing. That's,
1: that's the claim against in, against Zuckerberg. Time, people in the in that world, I know nothing about it, but they're claiming he's not to be trusted. He just he wants control of everything and, and steals what he can. Oh yeah, I
0: mean the WhatsApp, the Instagram founders left. The WhatsApp founders wow. left, and they all like talk shit about that's him. Interesting. Um, like immediately after, yeah, no, they'll hate him. I mean, but obviously, I mean, obviously, what was I mean, come on, guys. No, I don't know. Like <laughs> a
1: reputation that keeps coming.
0: I mean, w what'd you expect, guys? What?
1: Yes, but at the same time, like not everybody not everybody in Silicon Valley is spoken about in the way that Mark Zuckerberg is. There's something this consistent idea of that he's not only cutthroat, but not trustworthy, doesn't have integrity. Those those things have come up a lot, particularly at him. It's not like they come up about every tech CEO. Yeah. Pro- no one talks about the CEO of Google that yeah. way. I. I always get
0: upset at former Facebookers yeah. who walk away very, very wealthy and all of a sudden have like a conscience about what they were doing. Yes,
1: we've talked about that too.
0: Like, uh, yeah. I yeah, don't think yeah. it's uh, yeah, that. I mean, the, yeah, like the WhatsApp founders, they sold their company to him and mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Yes, yeah. but I think
0: i yeah i mean they 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 knew there was a chance and they took the chance and 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 that's what that's what they that's the trade off but you've made.
1: always had this consistent attitude where as soon as somebody makes a lot of money, they lose their right to say anything about anything because you have money, so shut up
0: I don't think that's true you don't think that um i I do think that um I do think that. Being part of a certain class is like corrosive in a way that you can't really fight mm-hmm. against um, but no, I don't know it's not it's not because of the money necessarily, but um
1: you you are suspect of people who, who like have done well and seem, seem to lose credibility that's i've seen noticed it with you you tend to be like yeah
0: but I you don't, i don't know i think i'm more skeptical i th- i think people who have more power you need to be more skeptical of and money having more money is more power but no it's, the the whatsapp thing it's not it's not that it's not cuz they have money it, it's because they 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 gave the company they built even if they sold it for 0 dollars mm-hmm. they gave it away to mark zuckerberg like fully well full well knowing that there was a chance that he could integrate it into Facebook and start selling ads through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like once you take that chance, then like, then you're gonna leave and like talk shit about him. Like you're the ones. But don't you think that's in? An- you're the ones who did it. You're, you're. I'm just holding you responsible for your decisions. Don't you think that it's not? It's not his fault. It's not Mark Zuckerberg's fault. It's fault. But your don't you fault.
1: think that might be a very big?
0: You, you gave it to him. Don't
1: you think that's a big oversimplification of what is probably their gripe? We have no clue about the internals. Maybe the deal was structured in such a way.
0: No, they write about it. I read about. It. I read. About it. I read about it. Yeah, but he he promised them he wouldn't oh, do it and then okay. he did it. So like so are, like of course like well, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. what? Yeah, yeah and and then like you know the only reason we sold it is cuz he told us he wouldn't do this and now they're now they're trying to turn WhatsApp into Facebook. Right, but I'm just saying It's like yeah, well he sold WhatsApp to Facebook. But
1: we're both even though you're reading about it like we you're being presented with the caricatures of both sides of this uh, you know, of this story. Like what they what's coming out in the True. article is True. like that's how they presented what's going on, and he presented what's going on. It's not that simple, and I'm sure the internals of why they left are much more complex than Oh, I thought he wouldn't do that. I don't know. Don't you think you're probably getting a character story if I think sometimes they are sometimes they are kind of simple. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that I've I hear it's you a, it's I, an arti- I mean, We don't have the It's whole an article story. And what they choose to disclose to, gotta get What the they mom. choose to disclose To the article And what they're allowed To talk about You know I just like There's so much more There has to be This is complicated Big stuff yeah. It's not like
0: I'd love to get them on To talk yeah. about it
1: How's our 30 days To Joe How's For our 30 sure. days To Joe Rogan looking What have you got
0: <laughs> Any Oh we're uh, Yeah we only have What do we have now We 20. have uh, 80 83 80. I gotta get a hot air balloon Oh right um, you 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 took that question so seriously. I, when I rewatched it, I was so annoyed uh, at you. Yeah, I did. It, it was a fun question. And you're like, no, Michael, this is your problem. This is I your problem. I did it too
1: seriously. Um, you, you, you took it you really You wanted seriously. me to go there. I, I'm down the fun experimental rabbit hole. It's just fun. Um, I, I, I <laughs> well, you you you
0: you took it as an you took it as a teaching moment.
1: I did, I did, I did, and I realized that also when I edited when I watched it back. I was like. I'm not getting this. <laughs> I'm not getting.
0: <laughs> no, I think you got no. You were you are you're like Michael. I know you're joking, and you want me to joke back with you, but like this is serious, man. You have like a re- you have real issues.
1: <laughs> it wasn't even at you. It was. I mean, maybe it was. It was at you, but I think I've. Uh, I, maybe my mind now just has such a such a like instinctual reaction to that kind of stuff, even though you were joking. I was just like, ah. Uh,
0: well, because you you train yourself. Yeah you train yourself to cultivate that yeah. attitude and you don't have any, you're still training yourself. So you're, you you can not joke about it. I've also it.
1: had enough, like,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like you're still, you're still in the, you're, it's not, you still need to, to, to work that yeah, muscle. So maybe. you can't, you can't let I've yourself enough, go, like, go for a of moment. I've also had
1: enough of like, I wouldn't say big, but moments that you think are going to be like the game changers that aren't necessarily, even, they're not necessarily, even they're, they're not, they are signs of progress, but they don't just overnight do something. Yeah. That I'm just very much like. Are you worried that? You
0: know, <laughs> are you also worried that someone in that world would hear you have that conversation and go, oh, um, he's not that Ami Kozak official is not is not like one of he's, he's not for real. Maybe he's, a, he's a maybe because
1: that's how I would see it if I saw somebody and I misunderstood them genuinely trying to like get on Joe Rogan as a mission. Maybe the whole thing was cringing me up a little bit. Yeah. Because if I saw somebody do that, not, no, no. It was, I could tell you were, ner- you were nervous. Someone was going to see it. I just, I didn't want to be, Yeah, I did not want to be saying that even though it was a joke. Maybe I was self-conscious about it because I've, listen, I just come from this place where people, I, I think I'm traumatized by a mindset I used to have for so long about how success in this, in this business works. If you only get on Jimmy mm. Kimmel, give me a big room for that. Mm. I used to think, you know, you get one tweet Kimmel. from Jimmy Kimmel and you, yeah. and that'll do it. And then like I have so many reps of those kind of, I would say mini disappointments, but or just learning moments that even the idea of me saying yeah. on camera that I want to go do that, I have to get on this thing. I don't know, it just gave me a weird taste in my mouth. And I'm not, I don't know if it's like, I don't want someone to see this. It's more like, I don't want to say this. It's like maybe it's trauma. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Well, I think I think you thought I was being cringy. It's I mean it's you know it felt a little bit like you go to a party with like a fun friend like with the party with a friend and like they wear like a wacky hat or something and you're like you're like dude you're embarrassing me and, but then you realize like they're the one actually having yeah. fun and like they're the one who like people want, like you know what I mean you're like. You were like, you were like, dude, don't do this on our podcast. Yeah. I was like, no, this is a good. I, 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 this is I a wasn't good conversation. resistant to. And Joe reached out, and he's going to have hilarious. a story. So. I
1: wasn't actually worried about the episode. Like, you could talk about it. I just wasn't quite going there with you. I actually enjoyed you going, watching you go on your own, and I was watching <laughs> back. It's what, should we kidnap Andrew? Should we do something terrible to? Should we? Oh, what, maybe Andrew Schultz. We could make up some claims. <laughs> I, the, the disconnect was kind of amusing to me, is the truth, because then you were like. There is. Mm. And I was like, ugh. Sometimes those moments are entertaining too. Yeah. I wasn't being self conscious that this is on an episode. It was really just me being as honest in the moment. I wasn't like, oh no, this can't be on here. I just, I, I was so. just like, in I the moment. So. The raw, honest display of that was me being like, ugh. So if I would have gone with you, I'm, I would have been Fair faker enough. if I'd pretended to go there with you.
0: But what, what if, what if, um, but I think it has more to do with me, because if, if Tim Dillon did that, you would have thought it was hilarious.
1: If Tim Dillon did that?
0: If if you were if you went on Theo Vaughn's podcast and he said to you, Ami, mean, what would you have to do to get on Joe Rogan in 90 days? You you would have played along.
1: Maybe because I would have also known Cause Cause he Theo was... Theo Vaughn,
0: it's not Michael Weber.
1: I don't know. I don't know, right. Michael. Because you don't we think... We were having a conversation in real time. But the fact that Theo Vaughn is on Joe Rogan and is a comrade of his would make the whole thing fundamentally much less serious than the game you were playing I guess so i don't think i, I don't
0: think it was do, do you do you think do you think that I think I can get on Joe Rogan in ninety days I really do maybe you do yeah that's fair I, okay. I have no idea it
1: was just a real time conversation, and I think you're getting. A little bit uh, worked up about That's
0: it. fair. <laughs> Well, it's, 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 um, we don't, in person, it's hard. It's, it's, you can have different types of conversation over Zoom than you can mm-hmm. over riverside.fm than you it's, can it's, in person. So we it, should it's have those funny conversations. To scan, to, I don't think we, I don't know if we could have yeah, this in it's person. It's funny to
1: scandalize such a seemingly ordinary little exchange of three minutes of time on our last episode, but I'm happy to do it. If I'm, if I'm reflecting, I, uh, I think I just I just wasn't <laughs> yes ending what you were doing, not even intentionally. I just don't think I did, you know. That's all. Like yeah. I was like I don't know. I think- Ugh, this this game. You want to play this game? Maybe I just lumped. I think I just didn't. Yeah, but the why
0: of it is interesting to
1: me. The- I think I think we covered it. I, I don't think we need to re- to re re go over that ground again. I think I'm I'm, tr- I'm being as honest with myself as possible. I think I think I have an understanding as to why I, I wasn't. Into the bit, if it was even a bit, I think so too. I spent so many. I think so
0: too. Would you be so pissed if I got on Joe Rogan and he didn't ask you?
1: I'd be thrilled. In ninety, if you did that, I think that'd be. You wouldn't be a little bit like. You wouldn't a little bit. You would. I'd be pretty thrilled if you pulled that off. Um, after this conversation, if you said, "Dude, I I did it," I would. I, it's more that I, I don't know. Like I, I think that <laughs> people who think like that generally don't execute. They just like think in terms of these big, lofty goals. But if you actually did it, I'd be like, respect. That's mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Good for you. Just Put in a good word. I'm okay. not like that. I'm not like a. I'm not a jealous okay. type. I don't think. I don't get that way.
0: It wouldn't make you question. It wouldn't make you question some of your attitude of like maybe you don't have to work so hard. <laughs>
1: You think you'd have to, I think you'd have to work <laughs> hard to do it. So that's the point. The 90 days thing would take a Fair serious, enough. calculated, insane... I don't think it would work. But if it did, I'm happy to be proven... It would be
0: a great... I'm happy to
1: be proven wrong for someone's success. It would be a
0: great YouTube video. Have you ever seen the Nathan Fielder um, uh, Kimmel interview no. video? No. It's amazing. He goes on Jimmy, on, uh, Jimmy Kimmel... And tells this fantastic story about traveling to the airport and switching luggage with someone, and the person's luggage had a suit that was too big, and in the pocket there was cocaine, and he got mm-hmm. pulled over. This, this like it's it was like the perfect late night mm-hmm. story. It was, and the the clip went viral, and it was a huge success. And then the next episode of his TV, what of his TV show was, I'm about to go on Jimmy Kimmel. How do I tell the perfect late night story? And he writes out the story. But and this was before he went before on. Before he goes on the show. Mm-hmm designs the entire thing to actually happen so that when he goes on the show, he could tell the story.
1: How do you, how do you know he didn't um, film that episode so if after if, the interview and then design an episode about about it?
0: Because cause in the episode, he he's filming himself going on to Jimmy Kimmel. Before, I mean, I suppose For someone could, but suspicious? The, the conceit of it was, I can't tell a story that's not true. It... it it also might have been the opposite of I told the story and now I have to make it happen. That could have also I mean, been the Maybe it, but he I don't did it. It went viral. Like, he's like, but wouldn't it be great way,
1: if, I, if I fooled everybody into thinking I had this all planned and I made a follow up episode, gone back to the Jimmy Kimmel studio to make it look like I'm going in. He gotcha, could have. That's itch. not really his thing.
0: <laughs> but, but either way, if. If, if we did a YouTube video of how to get on on Rogan in nine days and then got on, that'd be a pretty awesome YouTube video.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Would. You know, maybe maybe what I was doing, maybe it's, it's, it, all, all the things you're claiming, you're, you're claiming throwing at me is like subconscious because we, we were only talking in real time. Um, but I still think a part- I didn't I didn't pick up on it at all during the conversation. Yeah.
0: But rewatching it, I'm I'm like, wow, Ami's like really uncomfortable. I think
1: what bothered me is maybe there's a part of me or part of you that I still believe buys into these like misguided or false narratives about show business and Hollywood. And I'm like, and I I wasn't intentionally saying. I wasn't saying I'm not going to go there with you, Michael. I need to preach. I was just like, maybe there's a part of me that I still, no matter how many times I've tried to tell you, it's not. It doesn't work in these like secret shadowy ways where somebody snaps a finger. I feel like you still believe that a little bit. But what, do you? What's wrong
0: with do I still believe it a little bit?
1: In your exposure to Neil, I'm to Neil still, or me or anything else that we've talked about.
0: No, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't no, I I don't believe I don't believe that that's how pe- that that's mm. how people are successful. But I am still very I'm still very fascinated and curious and drawn to stories of someone like Lil Peep or like Juice World, like p- people's people whose lives do change overnight mm-hmm. like um um right right and uh, the counter argument is it's not overnight cuz they they it was like the first song they ever wrote but like there there are there are people who like I guess I'm very fascinated by the like the getting drawn the getting like taken care of almost of it of like of like you sh- you sh- you show what you are and then someone An industry brings you in. Like if you watch this documentary about Juice World, like can you remind me of the people watching? Within a matter of weeks, his story. Juice World was uh, like one of these like SoundCloud rappers who, like personally, I have no. I don't understand why pe- what what people are drawn to with it, but he's like, he was like a, a a rapper from like you know living sort of like a nothing life. He put up like a few of his tracks that like him and his friend produced, not the SoundCloud, and like six months later, he's at like Glastonbury, living in a mansion with a record deal, and like people around he's getting flown in private jets everywhere like 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 it literally Mm -hmm. happened that quickly for someone like him or someone like um like little people like within a year or two but like but it's not it's not even so much the the success it's the going from i'm a guy in my house to i'm on a private jet going to glastonbury like the the quickness of like when it does turn turning so so quickly dane cook talked about it on um on uh, and did you see it on uh, Logan Paul's podcast
1: about his MySpace thing and the thing that exploded him or something? I saw a clip of some kind.
0: No, well, he there was a portion of it where he um he he went from he put out a special right no one would cover it. He he reached out to like New England mm-hmm. Journal of p- pot of whatever special like no one would yeah. talk about it. He puts it up on MySpace his comedy special. Two weeks later, the same people who wouldn't who wouldn't write it are begging him to be mm-hmm. interviewed, and then like a few months later, he's like in a movie with like Jessica mm-hmm. Simpson, and he's like and 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 his attitude it was it was interesting like so they asked him they're like what was that like to go from like like obscure to like you're like you're dating the like the these mm-hmm. starlets and celebrities you're like in the movie. and and he, he was like and his attitude which speaks to what you're talking about was it's like I fucking deserve to be here mm-hmm. so I'm gonna enjoy it. I worked really hard and I put mm. myself out there and like I, I belong yeah. here. Um, that's because he, he had worked all, all of a sudden but I, I am really like
1: fascinated by that that two week yes. period. You're allowed likes. to be. That's the thing. Um, I respect that and it's totally understandable to be drawn to that story and it's luring and captivating and fascinating and that is representative of what most people think about the entertainment business and show business and how people get made it's the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Am I saying it right? The Beatles on S- Sullivan, right? Their performance of "I Want to Hold Your Hand."
0: Edwards, Su- Edward, I think Edward yeah. Sullivan. Their
1: performance on Ed Sullivan. I think it was Ed Sullivan. You know, it's that that's the moment. That's the VH1 Behind the Music. It wasn't until and what what I what what I'm averse to is the fact that because I've been in the game now enough of a chunk of time to have some little bit of a, a some authority or credibility on experience of seeing it a little bit on the inside you know a little bit I'm not gonna mm-hmm. I was adjacent to some certain I, I just I just put in my I put in some sweat into the game over the last decade and change particularly on the music side you know and when when you're in it you see the difference between people who still perceive this romanticized view and therefore say they're keeping me out they're keeping me out i'm waiting my turn i'm waiting to be anointed and they're keeping me out versus the people who keep their head down and work and then they semi- and then those people pop mm-hmm. off and explode along the way because they're instead of looking for some grand plan and some magical miracle they're working they're writing music they're producing they're meeting people they're creating right. they are the ones in the grind I want to be associated with that and in that world which is the world I decided to participate in which is oh we have to just put hours upon hours upon hours upon hours of blood sweat into this work and get good and get and, and love the process along the way what Duvid talked about on our episode of that moment when it actually happened was nice it was fleeting but everything else until that point was is, is that you know?
0: I have two questions for you. Number one, is it true, though, that if it never paid off for you and you never popped off and you you stayed at open mic opening for Elon Gold's level for the rest of your life, but you got Mm. really good at it? And for whatever happened, like whatever it is, Mm. not machinations, but it just – whatever it is, people don't find you. You just do that, but you got really Mm. good at it. Would that still be enough for you? Both – you, Both things have to you?
1: happen obviously like you have to uh, not, No I'm a, I'm telling right.
0: But that's but no no but that's not but not like a real a real craftsman artist I think would say I don't if if I'm just painting in my cabin and no one appreciates my art that would suck but it's enough for me well, to there's just Well, feel different art.
1: I feel different
0: uh, I, Like, I'm just trying to get good you. at this I thing I think
1: I think I uh, it's but I'm yeah, saying yeah, for you also no, no. it's a little I bit No I think I would bit, feel bit. worse If I I was allowed two choices, right, getting really good at something I really enjoyed doing, even if it didn't see massive financial success or uh, um, professional success, but I loved every second of it, versus immense financial success and professional success, hating every ounce of the process, if those are the the choices, I, I, you know, I, I don't necessarily think you'd want all the success with the misery of an of a miserable existence along the way. But, I mean, it's easy to say that,
0: but that's not the choice. No, but, the, the, but that's not. The it's it's a mix of, of a lot of knowing labor and parts that you love, and like and, and, and it may pay off. The, it may not pay off. But, it doesn't pay off for nah, everybody. But
1: the, the the goal is not the, the, the necessarily like the binary of either rich and famous rock star or pauper. It's somewhere in between because your goal is to try to make a living at it so you can keep doing it, not keep doing it so you can make a living. It's, it's you, like I always I've said this phrase a lot. It's like you're not pursuing rich and famous. You're not doing the music or the art to be rich and famous. You're trying to be rich and famous so you can do the art, you know, like you want a career that can sustain you so enough my to be able to do what is... you love to do. That's the ultimate high is like I do what I love and I can I can live off of it. That's the greatest thing ever. Um, if, but you're right. So you make my, a good point. If if none of like you said, like David said, like in that, like yeah, it just happened. It was no big deal. It's like, but if that stuff never happened, you'd be gutted. You'd be like, what am I doing? Whatever. You'd 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 have to. So those things have to happen. So that so that brings they me to happen, my, the marks of success.
0: That so yeah. that brings me to my second question of of someone who's so you're in the mindset. You're surrounded by the people who who aren't doing it for the overnight mm. transformation. For people who are putting their head down and doing the work. Even someone like that gets mm-hmm. frustrated. So let's say I complain with you, maybe on the podcast, maybe in person. When when do you complain? When do you express your frustration? Because the frustration mm-hmm. is there. It's and it's it's not non existent. So how do you express it? How do how do you yeah, how do you express the disappointment and the frustration if it's not on the podcast or to me, then who do you do it with? Or do you do it at all? Um home?
1: Good question. First of all, you weren't complaining last week. You were just being kibbetsy and I was not in the mood. No, but I mean, but
0: no, but that that's but that that's my that's my manifestation of God. I wish it, I wish it would just oh, happen for me okay. already. Like you know that that that, that right, is go. how I do it. Like I'll, I'll ask a silly question like that, and you're yeah. right to pick up on that. That's why I think yeah, it it's totally an interesting is. conversation to have because you're right. not wrong. I didn't about know. That. I thought, um, but th- that's my oh, way of doing it. So like, so how do you do it?
1: I don't know. You develop a very good reflex. I mean, you've seen the things that have happened for me that are like positive over the course of things. You've seen that. And like I've shared that with you, but you just haven't yeah. seen the Yeah. And it's yeah, a but, great. But, but you, you haven't me. seen I'm the always, mountain of rejections. <laughs> like I don't share those with you. And there's no, mountains so, of them. Yeah. So we're They are just those? are are No, what happens is it, with time, like. I think you get you you, just like you don't let the successful things get to your head, you don't let the other things get to your head either. Um, you just try to get better and
0: so you're not frustrated, disappointed.
1: But, but like, shit
0: next. I mean, I, I hear you, but really, like, there's no. It there's hurts no, a like, lot more when there's no date where you just can't get it together because you're so disappointed or whatever.
1: Um. I think that like the more it's like it's easier and easier when you've had a few successes that balance out the things. So, you know, it's just part of the process. The very first commercials I was trying to get my music into every loss was I don't think I can do this. I must be uh, the one who I must be Mm -hmm. the failure. That was like, let's say, like the first year in the game. I didn't even know if I was validated by this. Like, am I, am I, I was asking, I was tr- attempting to like write music to get into ads, write music for commercials, and I had no idea if I was capable of doing it. You know? So every single time I submitted a demo for a commercial and it got shot down, it, 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 in the beginning, it's sort of like those first girls who reject you. You know, it's heartbreaking and it's the worst feeling in the world. Not only that, it's existentially frustrating. You're like, I would go to Razi. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I really don't think I'm maybe I'm like, maybe they're like I, I looked at it the way you look at it, the way you've presented it. Like, there are the people who make it and the people who don't. I'm that person who doesn't. Every single piece of music I'm submitting is losing. So your wife.
0: So one of the people. Yeah, I would complain to her. But so so you would you would complain, you would talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I with think your wife.
1: so. But any yeah, I would talk about it with her. But even she would she would t- yeah, yeah. Uh, she that's would attest what, that's what I'm to saying that's like I don't really complain that much. Like I would say, okay, I'll do that, and like I would get over it. My recovery okay. time got faster and faster and faster, especially as my music was getting <sighs> so, better. So what And happens? You always need validation around you. Like I would, like the, my superiors who I was working for at the time, like in music production companies, would say, Lo, like at first, now nah, this needs some work. But then they're like, Lo, then like you start to also look for your signs of progress. So let's say the music didn't go on TV yet, and I'm like, I still haven't had any music on TV, but I'm trying to get it there. But the guys in, on top of ahead of me are saying dude, this sounds really good. Like, first they were like, "Hmm, I mean, this this needs a little work here, it needs a little work here. So it's like the early first pieces of music I was producing. They, you gotta you got make the drums sound a little punchier. This really isn't working, man, sorry. It's just like, it need... so those are your first things. You're like, all right, I suck. I'm gonna try to get better. And then it's like, hey dude, nice track. That really worked. So I'm thinking, oh God, I'm gonna do it. It's gonna go on TV. Yes, I did it, did it. My, my, my... These guys who've all had music on TV just said it was good. That's my first validation. And it didn't. So maybe at the time I didn't say I've already succeeded in some way by getting recognition from my peers. But then I, so many times I had false positives where I thought it was going all the way. Hey, the agents loves it. The producer loves it. All that kind of stuff. And it, doesn't, it still doesn't go final. Then they end up picking something else. So that's gutting. But at least now I'm passing a few little gates here where it's like the approval or like getting past the – getting the validation. Just validation is really is – what you're talking about, ultimately, not professional and rich and famous success, validation, right? Validation is super important to the process. No, no and boss. that validation comes in the form of somebody above you, somebody who, like your boss, somebody who works for you, somebody in the game who you respect, liking what you're doing. And then ultimately, the fans like loving what you're doing, right? That's like the big, the big macro goal of having a, a enough fans validate what you're doing. But my point is there was a point where I was like this close to saying I, I just can't do this anymore. And that day – it was maybe a year into the game or something like that. The day I was, like, talking to my dad, probably, com- I complained to him. You asked well, so I complained to? It's like my dad. Yeah, I'll go to him. Okay. For some generic okay. feel-good pick-me-ups. Okay. And he said to me, and he said there to me, go. like... "There we go. Listen, you know, he was encouraging, and I was like, it was like, I think I have to just, I think I have to change gears here. Like, I've been writing music for almost a year and trying to get it in. It's just like, it's not working so well. I don't think I'm that guy. I mean, I was ready to, like, try to change course, and I got, and I get a call That day, that day, I was like kind of ready to say, I don't don't think so. And I get a call from a music producer who I had been submitting music to, a company, and they said, hey, Ami, yeah, so that track you did for San Diego Tourism, the ad campaign, I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he goes, they like it. They really like it. It's a Mm -hmm. 30-second piece of music. Could you come in and do a full length of the song on Monday? And I said, sure. But I wasn't all like, uh, because at that point I had so many mountain hill, a whole mountain of disappointing. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Okay, sure. I do the full length and everyone's like, there's this like vibe and you're man, this is really, wow. Okay. And then long story short, but it's a very long story up until that one, that one ended up being one of the biggest yeah. ones they ever got wins wise, like money wise, brought in a lot of money for the company and for me. And all of a sudden I got like. A chunk that made me realize, wow, all this time I was a real composer. I just didn't perceive myself as one yet until I won that one. The ultimate stamp Mm. of validation. And and, and it retroactively made all the efforts I'd done up until that point valid and legitimate. I've been talking for a while. Sorry.
0: Do you know what I thought of when you said that? Do you remember when in Big Daddy, when uh, Adam Sandler Mm -hmm. does Scuba Steve? And he shows up to the door and the, I thought your dad was going to call you up and go, hey, I'm a big time producer and I think you're swell. <laughs> <laughs> and I want and I want to buy your Just to
1: music to make me feel good
0: <laughs> after well, you got off the phone. Yeah, like
1: him. I walk out of his yeah. I walk out of I his mean, I got go a call. Hey, I walk out, out of his lounge chair. And also my dad goes, hmm, I'm going to help my boy. Your, yeah. your mind wandered for the whole, whole second half of that conversation into a very funny place. It did, it did. No, no. But I, I
0: totally hear you. So, so, so nowadays, when you get, when you think you're going to get a project, I guess maybe part of the difference is you don't need anything to to really land now. You, you, you need like yeah. most things to do well. But like you're, you're not. You don't. If if one thing doesn't work, I'm like all right, I got. Like you said, I have these other balls in the air that
1: are actually working. It's even less. It's, so yeah. let. So so let's say it's like, less than. I mean, let's say like It's less It was like Seinfeld has been famously quoted saying. I know I'm funny, and I don't need you to tell me I'm funny. Okay, I know I'm funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 you anyway, still you need things point, to happen. I don't need like I'm saying pass the validation. So so walk me through. You're you you're, you're with the band. Yeah, you're with the band. Not not so much your comedy, but with the band, yeah. I'm more I'm interested in. You you uh, there's a show coming up. You put something together. It's supposed to happen. You, mm-hmm. you kind of need it because, like, yeah. you need the next project. You need to be generating yeah. revenue for the year, and 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 you get the call, like, "Hey, guys, they loved it, but happens they're actually to the with time. someone else." What is the next like six hours What does the next six hours look like? Like, what's it the, all the time. What's the reaction
1: like? The next or day ah, two days? Ah, yeah. fuck. Ugh, I thought that one was going. All right. That's it. I'm totally honest with you.
0: Yeah, that's all it is. We and don't like, and you. You come to work yeah, the next
1: day. The next hour. And also yeah. it's not like we do this, but subconsciously it's like we impressed all the producers. We turned around a track that they needed for submission in in an in, 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 in a in a day. In twenty-four hours we sent them a piece. That piece might eventually become the next theme song for a different show. We did work that was successful as a creation. <laughs> we birthed something. Mm-hmm. We've made impressions on good on people who go working from DreamWorks to Netflix to Apple to all over the stratosphere of the business that's not the right word to all over the, the, the whole sphere of influence in that world, industry Industry. it's like we, we won something even if it wasn't the prize you know what I mean? hey guys love what you did, it was great working with you, thanks for turning mm-hmm. around something quickly, unfortunately the producers went in a different direction alright, but like we put in our best efforts, we didn't get the prize but we competed, I guess that's what I'm saying we competed, like we're in the game it's sort of like, mm-hmm. we didn't win the gold at the Olympics, but we were in the Olympics. Like I'm being hypothetical, you know what I mean, not to, put, not to put us on some pedestal, but you can, one can make the argument that any athlete in any of the Olympic games, whether they win any medals or not, is at some level successful, that they, they, they pass that round. They're in the Olympics, we're in the games, yeah. and we're playing, we don't win the, gold, the medals every time, but we compete, and that's all you can ask for. And it's not like it's not disappointing, mm-hmm. but what are you going to do? You have to then move on and find the next thing. It's like, it's like you're hunting and your arrow missed, but you, you shot your arrow. It's like you're still hungry, so let's go find some food.
0: <laughs> right. So, so you're not like texting another band like, hey, man, you guys want to meet up?
1: <laughs> that happens often, like, too. Like, well, what? <laughs> no, of course not. I mean, this band is the one getting the emails for the opportunities to okay. do things. So clearly, it's at a certain point. Yes. It, it is a matter of what's up. In the, it's up to God. It's it's in the stars if it's going to happen or not. There's so many arbitrary reasons. A producer ended up having a cousin or a, who had a, an acoustic guitar song that he liked more because he actually really. Or they gave us all this direction and it was all mis, mis, misleading and it wasn't exactly what they wanted. It. And then some executive producer ended up saying, "You know what? I really like David Guetta." And then all of a sudden they're like, "Can we can we do that?" <laughs> and everyone who's like deferential goes. David Guetta, okay, never mind all this other unnecessary work. And sometimes you get paid for your demos along the way, so you made something. Nothing crazy, but you get paid for your labor, you know, a demo fee. But that's mm-hmm. just part of the game. It's sort of like, the, you know, in any business, your house, you were trying to sell an apartment or whatever, and that didn't work. You know, you don't pedestal that because it's not art, so if that's not as personal to you, a loss like that. But what do you do? So you try to sell it to somebody else. So when you're in the business side of things, you try to sell it to somebody else and try to make it work with a different relationship or a different opportunity. Um, but you've mm-hmm. won something each time you've put an effort and made something of quality I guess that's a good way to look at it and then mm-hmm. and you do say ah shit alright mm-hmm. next and never assume anything until it's final 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 and you're paid and it's over the project is wrapped you know anything can happen along the way so never make a presumption no news mm-hmm. is generally bad news if you haven't gotten back but you just never know the only thing you can do is play the game and play well mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah makes sense this was good, Michael. Yeah. I liked it.
0: And then once in a while, Scuba Steves calls you up Scuba and tells you you're going to be okay. Hi,
1: Scuba Steve.
0: <laughs> this is the has
1: made... He, <laughs> he has just mind. maintained such a wholesome <laughs> brand his entire career. Good for him. I don't know how he's done it. Yeah. Sustained um, this... He seems like the most lovable, likable guy in Hollywood and it, without yeah. being cheesy or cringy. Just made these... You know, he has respect yeah. to so many people of such a range you know He's like I wrench. just saw this weird clip of like Brad Pitt interviewing Adam Sandler on TikTok or something yeah really and Brad Pitt oh, you never see and Brad he was Pitt like, anywhere he was talking to him in some clip anything. and he was like I respect all the things you've huh. done like, you know giving him praise uh, thank you so much and Brad you've been crushing wow. it all these years and uh, hmm. I just really think that's really great <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, said, <laughs> he said you know when you said I was good knock up James oh. that made me feel really good man because you've been crushing it for so long that's what Adam Sandler said. It was <laughs> sweet. It was like a nice sweet moment. <laughs> but yeah.
0: he's doing another movie with oh, cool. the Safties, I think. The Uncle Jem, uh, Have Jem's uh, guys. That Hustle movie,
1: whatever it's called, the Blast Basketball movie. Was it good?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really interesting. It's um, it's like it's. I think we're gonna look back on movie. It, it was good, but I think we're gonna look back on movies like this that are like. Really excited to watch it. So psyched when mm-hmm. you see that it comes up on Netflix. Like, really enjoy watching it. Great hour and a half. Solid movie. I will never, ever, mm. ever watch it again, or ever tell anyone to watch it again. Or ever think What's it missing? It, yeah. Like, it's it's these like commodities that these streamers are putting up. Mm. I, I think those days are over, actually. But like, so many, like, just so many, like, mm. like like press release movies that are that are okay flavor and of the just month like for a poof, like gone and hardly min- exist flavor of of the of the hour and a half and then like i'll never be able to someone like oh you weren't looking for something to watch how about hustle on netflix that's a good movie it's like it's like a tv episode that aired and is gone like Never be like you should. You should go back to ER season five. Episode I wonder if 13. that's a product.
1: I wonder like, if that's a product that of the fact that out. everything is so instantaneously available to us at all times that we feel no sense of urgency to go check anything out. In other words. In other words, like, remember um, when a movie would just appear on I, FX? Independence Day is on. I'm going to watch it from wherever. Because when else am I going to get an opportunity to watch Independence Day? It's just here right now. So I'm going to savor this Sunday afternoon and finish <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire or Independence Day because it's right here. And I haven't seen it in years. But now you can get anything whenever you want. So nothing is spe- nothing is sacred.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely part of it. I think it's part of that. And also be- the business model was basically get – Get people like that to put out movies so we can we can get subscribers because yeah. that's how subscribers grow, but they don't have to be they don't have to be good <laughs> you know, they just have to kind of exist like mm. they they can't be awful, but they don't have to be Spe-
1: good speaking of They can just be there
0: and that's and that's what they are. Awful, They're just there I was,
1: we can wrap yeah. soon because we're going over an hour here, but i I uh, was so angry on the plane. I haven't sat through like a long movie in a long time, and I watched almost three hours of the entire film that was the new Batman movie with what's his name? What's the guy's name?
0: Yeah, with uh, uh, James Patterson. Uh, Jesse Pattinson.
1: Pattinson. This movie was Robert so Pattinson. horrible. <laughs> I, I, people said they liked it. Some people, some, but I did. It was such a dreadfully boring, uneventful pacingly like the pace was I said a snail's pace it was from the dialogue to the music yeah you said that said it, that. And the he said it was a snail's like, pace <laughs> the way they talked in the movie was so slow and like <laughs> You know how like story drives a movie obviously so there's you felt not i could have shut it off at any point and felt nothing but i figured i'm just gonna do this and it was really painful and then when i knew it was was done, when it ended i was like i was just like man does somebody watch this back as a cut and say okay we need to like figure this. i'm always amazed (laughs) when a movie makes it through all the way at this state this bad
0: did you hear what happened? To I Bat know that Broke? they shelved, Are you like, aware of it?: They, any they of said that? this is
1: too bad to put out. I, I'm aware of it from the article about that's, it, the coverage. They, they shelved them. Um,
0: pretty, pretty much, yeah. That's pretty, pretty much what's happening. It, it wasn't so much as too it's bad to put bad. out. It was more like we'll make more money as a tax write off than we will putting it out, and like, and also we have to stop yeah. doing this. Like, we have to stop putting out so mediocre this, this, movies this that don't connect. You said. And hardly makes sense. What you just like, said about this. it doesn't have
1: to be that good. But maybe there is some quality control.
0: Oh no no no! But no, but I I also said those days are over. I, in in the last couple months, when Netflix Netflix mm-hmm. reported they lost subscribers, mm-hmm. everyone was like, "What? Well, it well, so doesn't work," they and so like, they stopped. So they yeah, like decent stuff with, with big names. It's like kind of Decent not stuff with big names or um, bad stuff? So, I mean, that's what the Batman, the Batman what, was. Well,
1: well, so, the Batgirl thing what? is, this is and, and it goes to my point about saying never celebrate until it's over, right? Like, I'm sure this girl who played Batgirl was, was like, I got cast as Batgirl. Oh my God. This could be the next big DC movie, next big franchise, a superhero movie, whatever it is. And it makes it all the way to finished and ready you know, to go. And they say, now nah, it sucks. Yeah. So, never celebrate too early.
0: The director yeah. was at her wedding. The director was at her wedding when she found out. The director of the movie? Her own wedding. Like, can you imagine? Everyone was probably like, we're going to the wedding of the person that just made Batgirl. She's about to be huge. It's like this, like, it was like, you know, on the verge of that two-week thing of like, she's about to like make her entrance into like, and then you find out the the day of your wedding. Like, you're still getting married, but all that's not happening. From the
1: article (laughs) it read, it said the movie was so unwatchable. (laughs) And it was a movie or a series? Yeah. It was a movie, and they said it was so unwatchable so bad movie. they could not yeah. in good conscience. Every trace of this has to be erased. <laughs> it was terrible. I, 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 think,
0: I, mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit of a spin. On like We've put out movies like this before, but yeah. now we're taking the tax write off. Well, as, all the DC movies are pretty we much went. shit, except I think, for the I think,
1: Christian Bale, Batman.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, I was hearing, like it, it, it had How much problems, do you but it wasn't like it now? irredeemable. How much do you that's want to see said. it? Now? It wasn't irredeemable. <laughs> Yeah, I know it would be I the would biggest movie now, right? You know what? They should put it out as an NFT oh, for, for eighty million dollars. Did you hear what Andrew and Schultz did with his
1: special? How he took it off? He's like, "You have to watch it now." And he's like, "You know what? I'll put it back." <laughs> he's like, "I'm a greedy."
0: Yeah, that was, that was yeah. Well, his, his whole thing was to create urgency. Yeah, uh, he's how like, can "I'm greedy." I create urgency by putting it out for two no, weeks. do want to I want to buy, it. buy, it, buy it. it. Have
1: you bought it? You're more likely to buy it. I want to buy it too. You do that. Which is strange commit and do that it's just something you do more than yeah, I do. That's
0: true. And I want to buy Louis yeah. CK's movie that came out that also here, He's on gone. his website now. 15. dollars <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> that's really what I think. I'm like I I can't wait to see it on yeah. like 15. I don't know.
1: Well, Michael, this was a good self-examining episode right. in some ways, you know?
0: <laughs> I like this. This I I didn't know what to expect. I I'm I'm yeah, glad I brought that cool. up. And this is, fun is working. To talk we can about. do it
1: if we're ever traveling or something like that. You know? Yeah, and if you don't want to put I, this out, uh, oh, I it understand. was a little cringe for me. I think it was good to examine our own minds for an episode. Why not? Yeah. Um, I think we're ready to go. I think I stopped the recording, and that's Buckle Oh, that's buckle Up episode 39. We're almost at 40 episodes, Michael. So that's cool.
0: I'm feeling the dip, what by the way. The we got to talk about that next time. Feeling I think the dip? this might be the dip.
1: We're back in another dip. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you, I mean, listen i enjoy making
1: it, it. Making it. So, so that's a win Yeah t- t- What are you mean, impatient about? What do you want? You want more followers? You're we'll like a talk. mouth boss With we'll your sunglasses talk. We'll talk. No more sunglasses for you You get too powerful we'll There's the There they
0: It's true It's <laughs> true like, I can say things like, in we'll these talk, I, would we'll say, I would never say I would never say You're dip
1: And I'll put you in a ditch If you open your mouth Yeah, there he is But anyway Yes, I understand the dip, but I think it's good. Right. I think I think I think we're on the right track. I really do. The pod, the fact that a, a pod, we've spoken about a podcast for years. It, it exists and it's plentiful. And everybody I run into, at least once a week, I get comments about it. So it's making its impact on the little microcosm world we're in. People text me things. Oh, you should talk about this. Like it's it's Definitely. becoming self-sustaining. That's buckle Definitely. up, episode thirty-nine. Michael is a dangerous man in sunglasses. Buckle up, baby. We'll see you next time in person.